Hi everyone, this is Jamak. I am the creator of Data Mesh, uh, the founder of Next Data. We are reimagining what data sharing could look like if data was a product, if independent teams and individuals could share their data as a product, and if we lived in a world where AI, ML, analytics could be powered by independently owned and responsibly shared data. So that's our vision. If that's appealing to you, if that interests you, we are growing our team rapidly and we need you. If you're a distributed systems engineer, product manager, or a designer of a large-scale PaaS SaaS infrastructure, we'd love to hear from you. Please check out our careers page at nextdata.com. Data Mesh Radio is provided as a free community resource by Data Mesh Understanding. It is produced and hosted by me, Scott Herleman. This episode is part of a longer interview I conducted with Jamak Dagani, who's the founder of the Data Mesh concept and is sponsored by her, her company, her startup Next Data. The goal of these conversations is to dig deeper into specific topics rather than skimming the surface and really discuss Shmack's view of the now and the future of Data Mesh. What is possible now? What can we do to set ourselves up for success in the, in the future? And what is our ideal picture in that future once we have the ways of working and the tooling more figured out? Hopefully, you get some great insights as well as seeing the other side of the funny and wonderful person behind the Data Mesh paradigm. Please do follow Jamak as well for more interesting insights to keep an eye out on what she is working on. I think you'll be very interested and excited. Now, up next, I'll give a bit of my summary of the episode. So you might focus on a few of the nuanced points that Jamak makes. Sometimes she says some things that are kind of like a picture, right? Worth a thousand words in and of themselves, even when she says one sentence. So with that, uh, let's go ahead and hear some fun music, and then we'll get into that summary. Episode 279, Driving Towards a Cohesive Developer Experience. At the expense of Snowflake and Databricks, Jamak's corner number 32. So Jamak starts here with the end of the last episode. We need to be able to stitch technologies in data together via APIs because it's such a nightmare to use monolithic systems, but it's also a nightmare to use these or to integrate all these technologies together that don't integrate all that well because we have to do manual integration. The tools need to offer the capability to much easier integrate with each other. The modern data stack seemed like it was really this new revolution, but really the cost of integration between these tooling, it's just too high, right? Pushing people to use things that are these monolithic offerings like Snowflake or Databricks or things like that because at least they, they work well together. So we talked as well about the simple made easy being such a crucial concept in data mesh and in general and kind of developer experience. Like what is the full experience for the data product developer? How do we take away the toil 
the grunt work that is not value add work, right? The data modeling work, that's value add because we're trying to figure out exactly how to share this information with each other. But all of this plumbing and stuff just isn't. How do we make it simple to deliver value via data work, but still retain that value where we don't make it so simplistic that it doesn't, that it starts to eat away at that value? Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a hard balance to strike, but it's one that software has done relatively well and we haven't done really at all in data. Overall, there is such a trend in data where people aren't building things that remove toil. They're not, we're not building tooling that removes toil. There is an assumption of a lot of these tools of incre increasing complexity of use cases, but so much of the work is not that extra complicated. We need to make it so most people can do most of the work relatively easily without making it overly simplistic. Easier said than done, of course, but we're just not seeing people focus on making it easy to do data work instead of trying to go for ever more complex use cases. Okay, with that shortest summary of the episode done, let's go ahead and get to actually hearing from the woman herself, Shmak Degani. I think what needs to change is small mutation for a lot of the full stack, full integrated solutions become a bit more decoupled and API driven. So the shift that needs to happen, the shift that we see with a lot of kind of technologies with data technology. So what happened was you had this fully integrated proprietary teradatas of the world and informaticas of the world and so on. And they got challenged by the modern data stack, which was mostly decomposing those full stack into smaller pieces of you know, various technologies, many of the open source. And then the costs of integration of those technologies that actually don't play that well together uh, was pushed to the adopters. I've talked to many kind of head of infrastructure, data infrastructure, and so on at, at very advanced um, kind of technologies. And they told me, look, in fact, this idea of modern data stack is broken because once we start stitching these things together, they don't stitch really well. So we're pushed to go back to fully integrated solutions, right? So they push to go back to, you know, Databricks or Snowflake, which they give you the modern flavor of fully integrated stack, right? They have, of course, in case of Databricks, I mean, it's a better case because they've got their individual technologies, but nonetheless, they want to provide you the full stack experience from storage to compute to catalog and so on. So I think in the new world, what would happen is that you want to have that kind of the, the modern data stack approach in a way of decoupling various aspects of technology, but you want to make sure those aspects are available through APIs as in administrative, you know, functional APIs. I don't mean data APIs. Um, and then so that they can be recomposed into this new container-based approach. And that's 
that's the shift that industry needs to see. So it's, a, it's another swing back into the centralization or decomposition of technology, but this time with a new uh, approach to orchestration and stitching these technologies together across this container concept. Uh, so in fact, just as a data point, like we are evaluating different um, technologies that are providing data security and privacy and access control. We don't want to build this ourselves right now. I think that's just a rapid fall. I do not want to go down into. So uh, we are looking at different technologies that provide that. And our first question is, how does your technology integrate automatically through APIs and how where would it fit in the flow of access to data and so on? Again, that means you can't be a monolithic I control everything, you know, you from authoring policy to enforcing policy to act, you know, um, configure your policy, you've got to provide APIs. And it, this was a maturity that really software engineers had, and it's a lack of maturity in the data ecosystem. If you think about like back in the day, APIs like Kong API server and so on, like all of these technologies were API first. Like they developed their APIs, integration APIs first, because they understood that it just piece of a puzzle in a more complex ecosystem, right? Um, and that that needs to, that's a shift that needs industry need to have um, initially to be relevant to this future. Yeah, I think that ease of integration, you know, uh, you know, you, you talked to like a Dan Demers or something like that at Cinchi, and I, I, I loved it, Dan. I don't necessarily agree with his, his view of everything, but um, I think he's got uh, a great heart and a great head. Um, I just, I, I don't necessarily agree with it, all of his perspectives on it, but he keeps talking about the pain of integration. And, and, you know, you've talked about your love of iPass and by love, I mean, quote unquote, love of, you know, these integration platforms as a service, because it's not something that should exist, right? It's, it's kind of the same thing with metadata of having to work so hard to extract metadata from every single system, because every system is like, no, we need to be, again, that main pane of glass. So we have to keep our, our metadata. And so, you know, that that really, really frustrates me because, uh, you know, wherever people are working, I'd like them to have the information. We could talk about the challenges of, you know, um, what what is the source and what is um, copying and how do you keep that updated and all that fun stuff. But let, let's not not do that here. But um, one, one thing that was a big, big theme at Big Data London, especially in the data mesh presentations, was about keeping it simple. That's what where I think data mesh has gotten very, very complicated because people thought it had to be complicated. And like, how do we think about actually keeping this simple throughout this transition? I know that's a very, very incredibly difficult question to, to answer. So, you know, and, and this wasn't one of the ones I had written down and sent over to you. So, but like, how do we think about that, that need for, again, you talked about with Cloud Foundry, you talked about these things, they made people's lives easier and it wasn't a hard, hard shift. Is there anything that you think paves the way for that? Or is it that you you have to lead it or, or, or you know, when we do the open source that everybody should join us and do kind of these API integrations around data or like, how are you thinking about keeping it simple? Yeah, I mean, this is a keeping it simple can be applied to so many different facets, right? But again, as a, um, as a, as a, as a person, as a company representing kind of mixed data here a little bit, you know, our, our, 
day and night is dedicated to understand the the fundamental capabilities of these marginalized users, you know, data product developers, and how can we make their life simple, right? So I would again go back to simplicity of experience for the two ends that matter. The data product developer, the person that shares the data product, and the data product consumer, the person that consumes it for whatever purpose they want to use it for. So making that super simple is is at least is one facet, right? Facet of simplicity to focus on. And of course, making the administration of the system simple, the creation of such simple, you know, system simple. We just talked about API-based integration as a, as a means to that. Um, those are all important, but those are the costs that a vendor will incur. I would say, let them incur the cost. Let us incur the cost, right? But the, the, that cost should not be externalized to the consumer, to the developer, to the user of the system. So if I want to emphasize and double-click into simplicity, I would double-click into the simplicity of the interface. Um, but... Um, there is this wonderful um, uh, presentation by Rich Hickey, and I want to just not butcher the title of a simple made easy, right? Which talks about simple doesn't mean it's easy, but it but it goes through differentiate like differentiating those concepts. So I think any anytime somebody talks about simplicity, we should ref- reflect back on <laughs> Rich Hickey's uh, talk on simple made easy. In this particular case, again, we, we follow a similar principles that, you know, simple doesn't mean it has to be stupid. It doesn't have to make you stupid, like not be able to think thoroughly around your decisions, but it has to remove some of the unnecessary complexities out of your way. So, um, again, I don't want to share all the fact secret sauce because I realize that my words get copied very, very easily. Um, big sign of flattery, but it's a little bit, um, uh, I guess it's it's giving me pause to kind of share everything. But again, I think in, in case of us, like we think about the full experience of a data product developer from day zero, you know, I had a thought, I was, I need a data product uh, to create, be created from the day zero of a data product consumer. Oh, I have a hypothesis. I need to see what's out there. We really go through that journey and think about how can we, with intelligence, remove grunt work, manual work that is just unnecessary and noise, and how can we automate that? And this is where Gen AI application gets quite interesting because the generative models, quite if the data is available, of course, are very much applicable in in this creating a simple interface, right? Simple but trustworthy interface. So anything from creating the model of your data product from an existing data to, you know, um, to a lot of different facets where generative AI can come to play. Um, I think those are those are some of the techniques that can be applied to make the experience of the user simple. I don't think it means that the interface are dumb and GUI based and drag and drop. It means that the interface meets the user where they are. And I think it's it's really up to the kind of technology vendors to decide what segment of users they want to target and provide a simple interface for them 
rather than a dumb interface for everyone and cater to the common denominator and piss everyone off, right? Um, so I think it's it's a simple will mean different experiences based on the segment of the customer. So if your segment of customer are data hackers, like you know they're writing some R scripts today and a bit of maybe Python scripting or Bash scripting here and there. Let's build a simple interface with them, meet them where they are, and create a bridge for them to package a lot of like disparate pieces together. If your users are, I don't know, um, advanced like Python developers or Scala developers, simple for them means something different. Yeah, I, I would say uh, two things. One, you you still are not going with my uh, tagline that I keep pitching you on, which is uh, building and managing data products shouldn't suck. Like that's that's I think kind of but and simple doesn't mean simplistic, right? Um, that you can still do things that if you make this easy, uh, you know, like a modern car, it's pretty simple to operate it, but it's definitely not simplistic, right? Like it's it's very very complex and complicated, but it removes that complexity from the user. Hundred percent. So thanks again to Jamak. As a reminder, please check out her startup, Next Data. There's more information about it in the show notes. They're doing some pretty amazing things. She's hiring lots of folks looking to partner with others and just kind of check it out. And as for me, please do follow up with me as well. I'm pretty easy to find. I'd love to chat Data Mesh or anything kind of in the data realm. Check out datameshunderstanding.com for more information, some useful resources and things as well. And Jamak and I both wish you an excellent rest of your day. Now with that, let's cue that inspiring outro music.